Hi guys, welcome to Back to Basics. My name is Girish Pally, your host for today. Today we have something to do with magic. Or is it illusion? Or is it both? We're not really sure yet. We'll find out when we speak to our new guest today. Uh, his name is Durgi Spade. He has a show nowadays, obviously with COVID nowadays, he's doing virtual shows, but generally he does multiple shows, weddings, bar mitzvahs, you name it. He has everything under his belt, or I should say under his sleeve. Well, anyway, so think about it this way. Magic was started back in 1500s. Houdini came up on 1800s. And now in the 2000s, we're talking to Durgi Spade. Durgi, thank you for coming on our show today. What is up, my man? Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Durki, before we start anything about Back to Basics, what does Back to Basics mean to you? Uh, <laughs> what does Back to Basics mean to me? I guess it means, uh, you know, getting rid of all the noise and getting back to uh, just the simple things that we have in life, right? So, uh, um just the bare elements that we need maybe to live to survive to entertain to uh have a conversation that that's the back to basics and i think that's what we're trying to do uh even before covid and even after so what is are we talking about magic here are we talking new illusions are we talking i don't know mimicry are we talking what are we talking here Tell me, explain to me. That, that's a good question. So these terms get thrown around a lot, right? Like yeah. magic, illusions and stuff. Um, you, you know, with illusions, oftentimes people um, think of the concept of when something physically changes from one thing to another, that might be an illusion. When we see a show on stage, like a big show, yeah. you know, David Copperfield, he does illusions. These are often uh, the items what we think about when we're talking about illusions. Mm -hmm. uh, but magic is kind of sits higher up. It's, it's a higher, it's almost like a hierarchy. So magic covers illusions, but it also covers so many different, uh, you know, departments, if you will, or compartments maybe is a better word yeah. of, of it, right? So illusions, but then we can talk about, uh, you know, mentalism, which is magic of the mind yeah. um, and, and other types of magic as well. So before we get into other stuff of uh, yours, you know, your field, um, I, I guess you were a software developer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, okay. And so software developer has nothing to do with magic at all, or I should say illusions or whatever word you want to use. But how did that start? And how, how did that transition over? How did you pivot over? Maybe that's the right word. You know what? So software is something I've always done, um, you know, growing up in high school, and that's what I went to school for. Mm. Um, but, you know, you'd be surprised. So even in like big shows, right, like, you know, uh, or even if you go to a show in even a smaller show in a small theater, right, there's still like software and hardware and stuff that runs the show. So there is still some connection, right? It's not like you said, right? It's not the 1500s and it's not the 1800s where magicians are just out in the middle of the street performing without a microphone and, you know, crowds are gathering around. It, that still happens, right? That's called street magic. But even then, they've still maybe got microphones and, you know, maybe they're using technology in some ways or cell phones and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, before, uh, before I go off track too much, 
Um, you know, that's that's how I got into the software world. That's what I went to school for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but magic has also been something that I've always done since I was a kid. And that's it's something I continue to do. Yeah, but just keep in mind that back in 1500s, I mean, we used to keep the hat, uh, the rabbit out of the hat, uh, you know, and that was a street magic or or trick or whatever you want to call it. Right. And then Houdini came in the 1800s and made that street thing into a stage show. Uh, Okay, and I think nowadays, uh, if you remember, I don't know if you remember, because now now it gives my age now, if you think about it, uh, David Copperfield, he used to do all did all these magic shows. But then all of a sudden he, he came, he did an interview once and he said, you know what? We're not doing magic here. We're doing illusions. Right. So, so do you call yourself a illusionist or do you call yourself a, a mentalist or what do you call yourself? So there's a joke I, I heard in magic. Um, someone said to me, you know, the, the question was, what's the difference between like a magician and an illusionist? Hmm. And the joke was, you know, you call yourself an illusionist when you're ready to charge 10 times more the price. Nice. <laughs> Which I always thought was funny. But what that really means is, you know, it, a lot of the times it's a marketing thing too, right? Yeah. Um, so are we going to go watch an illusion show tonight in, in, in New York and at this theater? Or are we all going to watch, you know, uh, a mentalism show in this theater? So really, a lot of it is marketing and how you're pushing and selling to sell the show, uh, if you will. Uh, but also, as I said, you know, the magician, the the person can um, describe themselves based on what they do. So what do I specifically mean, Dergi? What do I do? Um, I do a lot of mentalism, which is like mind reading stuff. And I know you recently saw the show. And especially in a virtual world, that tends to work a little bit better from what I've found. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because with mentalism, it's all with the mind, right? Like think of a name. I'm going to Think of a name. Is it the same person type thing, right? Then you don't need physical things. Mm. Um, so I definitely describe myself as a mentalist. Uh, but there are some illusions in my show as well. You know, there's things that physically move and uh, cannot be explained. Um, and so, you know, some might describe me as an illusionist uh, as well. So, so I brought you into this show as a magician or illusionist, depending on how much I paid you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> okay. So the show that I saw um, uh, of your virtual show, uh, it was quite uh, creative, a little intelligent for the kids. So what are you trying to do to make kids uh, make it fun or make it boring or make them think? You know, so my show, to be honest, was never originally designed for kids. In fact, I've never been a kid's magician. So Mm. before the pandemic, you know, I was performing for companies, I was performing for corporate events. Mm -hmm. um, And I was performing at weddings, that was my niche market or niche market as some people call it. Yeah. Uh, But you know, at at weddings, it's not you know, it's it's adults and it's adult entertainment. Yeah, Yeah. it's family friendly, right? There's nothing inappropriate in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's HR friendly, because I get hired by corporations, and I don't want to get in trouble by HR. Sure. Um, And and it is family friendly. Um, So again, to go back to your question, you know, what am I trying to present to kids? The real answer is the show wasn't really designed for kids. But, Mm. you know, a lot of the times we had parents saying, Hey, I, you know, I watch a show was great. 
my eight-year-old would enjoy it and slowly over time it morphed into okay it's a family show bring your kids mm -hmm. um you know and they might enjoy it as well yeah so i mean one of the tricks you you pulled out a uh, a card and said to put it on the side and then you called a random number and that random number just said a number and 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 you know obviously one of those four symbols of the card and it was there sitting so how did that happen i mean that just that's surreal, actually, if you think about it. Yeah, and, um, you know, the short answer is magic. <laughs> and and the long answer is, uh, I guess, just, um, you know, a lot of imagination, I guess. You know, when I designed the show, the, the biggest challenge was in a virtual world, how do I make you feel from where you are, wherever you are in the world, mm -hmm. how do I give you that sense of magic? How mm -hmm. do I make you feel like, it, almost like you were in a theater and, and you got this sense of astonishment. Yeah. How do I deliver that virtually? And that was that one bit that you're talking about is one of those moments in the show I'm really proud of where, you know, I feel like most people sitting at home are exactly like what what just happened? How is that even possible? Yeah, because when when I saw that uh, reaction uh, from my family and then the reaction of the people over there, uh, almost everybody were like WTF. I mean, it was it was just amazing of how that whole scenario happened. So I, I was kind of a little thrilled about that. And a coordination, I think, had to happen at the same time uh, on that part, I think. I don't know. You tell me. Well, you know, what I can tell you is uh, there's no... Uh, don't tell me a secret uh, because magicians are not supposed to tell secrets, but that was a lot of coordination, I think. I, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by coordination, but what I can tell you is, um, you know, there's nothing that exists in the show where uh, I'm like, there's there's no plants in the show. There's no one that I've spoken to in advance. Yeah, yeah. Told them to like do something or hide something or anything like that. You know, it just so happened I picked a random girl in the audience, uh, her and her husband, and they were the ones that said the number. I remember that show now. Yeah. Um, and then we called someone at random. That could have been you, for example. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? it, it is totally random. Yeah, maybe um, it's not the right word I'm using, but it, it's just surreal how, how that happened. So that was just amazing. So, yeah, uh, so let me ask you uh, another question here. Is magic and illusion or mentalist, whatever you want to call it, is it fake news? Kind is of? Fake news? Um, I would say no. Okay. I would say no. Um, because when you go to see a magic show, mm -hmm. what do you do, right? You, you buy a ticket mm -hmm. and you're going to um, be entertained, right? You're going out for a date night or you're going out for a family night. Mm -hmm. But you're probably not going thinking like, I'm, I'm going to go watch this guy on the stage and he's like a shaman that um has mystical powers right mm -hmm. they, like there's very few people that claim that mm -hmm. you know i certainly don't claim that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you know david copperfield doesn't claim that so when you say is magic real you know i would say you know to you when you go to watch a show it's real as it can be right you bought a ticket you go you see this thing and now just look at yourself, right? You're, you're remembering this thing that happened that's inexplainable, yeah. right? And so from that perspective, 
um, you know, that's real. The feelings you're having are real, right? The thoughts you have are real. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw one of the shows of David uh, Copperfield of uh, disappearing a plane on, on stage. Right. That was one of the biggest highlights back in the 90s. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Uh, I do, yeah. Uh, so I didn't know that if it was a video and a cut <laughs> or live, because that was quite amazing how that happened. So no one still till today has matched that. I don't know. You tell me if that's true. But till now, I think no one has matched that. You mean that particular trick? Yeah, or, or a similar trick to that. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Um, you know, ultimately, let me ask you this. Mm. Uh, you know, if is it is it harder? Like conceivably, let's think about this. Like if I took a coin in my hand and it just vanished. Yeah. And it, it just disappeared. Like I'm holding it, it's just gone. Yeah. And now I did that to this a plane. The only difference is it's a lot bigger. Bigger, right? Yeah. So the question, you know, at the, at the very, you know, back to basics, if you will, if if we go down to like the lowest level possible, we made like atoms disappear into the world somehow, and we know that's not possible. Hmm. So, you know, the fact that we made more atoms disappear, yeah, is that more? Is that more? Um, you know, is that more exciting? Is that more? um of something that we should uh, what's the word i'm looking for help me out mm. um is is that oomph. more of it say that again oomph S uh, spark um i don't know is it more impressive i guess what i'm trying to say yeah, like okay. the fact that i made a coin disappear versus the yeah, plane, yeah, right? yeah 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 so i mean that's an extreme example right yeah. so david copperfield did that but then maybe some other guy came and he made an elephant disappear yeah. Should I be more impressed? So I think it's a, I think it's the same thing that you know if I take my thumb and go like this, right? That it's broken, you know, like how how we used to do for the kids, you know, or right. or the coin comes out of the year type of thing. I mean, yeah, I think you're right in a way. Um, it it all depends on. It doesn't matter what the size is. I think it depends on. Um, yeah, I, I guess the trick itself. I guess the trick itself. So. Magic and science, you think that's the same thing or it's two different uh, connections? There's no connection between the two, is there? Oh, no, there certainly is. Um, okay. You know, there's a saying, um, let me see if I, I'm probably going to butcher it. Um, I, you caught me off guard, but there's a saying, something like advanced science is indistinguishable from magic. Okay. It's something along those uh, lines, like I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what's magic to us today mm -hmm. is just going to be technology 20 years from now. Mm. And so, you know, um, there is magic tends to be a little bit ahead of technology. Mm -hmm. You know, 20 years ago, there was like a guy doing quote unquote virtual magic. This guy was so ahead of his time mm -hmm. that the things you saw him do were, you know, was it, it felt like, you know, it, it it was so inexplainable. But now technology has caught up that a lot of magicians are doing virtual magic, including myself. Mm. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like magic is always a few steps ahead. Mm -hmm. And when technology catches up, magicians go, oh, crap. 
the technology guys have caught up to us. This doesn't look like magic anymore. Mm. So we need to advance again. And then magic gets pushed. The, the boundaries get pushed so much more. Um, and, and it's just a cycle. It's always playing catch up. So, uh, yeah, that's how they relate. So do you think uh, Houdini was a little ahead of his game back in the 1800s? Because he was, oh, yeah. he was burying himself alive, handcuffing himself, uh, tying up his jacket, you know, going underneath the, the water. Uh, yeah. I, I guess yeah. now everyone's doing it, but I think a little deeper now. Or something like that. 100%. He was definitely ahead of his time. But he was also a master at publicity, right? Yeah. There, were, there was magicians before Houdini, right? Yeah. But we all know the name Houdini. We don't know, you know, uh, mo many of us don't know the names that came before him. And why is that? It's because yeah. he, again, was a master at publicity and that's what's really interesting to me too at least one thing that's interesting so you know to be successful in a way I, and i use that and i put quotes around successful because that means different things to different people mm -hmm. uh but uh to be successful in a sense like houdini not only did you have to be a great magician mm -hmm. but you had to be great at marketing and publicity and getting people to you know want to see you and watch you you know there's a lot of underground magicians today that exist and no one's ever heard of yeah yeah but uh, uh durgi i i did a little homework if you think about it okay so okay. back in 19th century there used to be a priest italian priest his name okay. was saint john uh bosco okay he was a gospel magic who entertain children to teach children schooling and church with magic. Now, obviously, people, they think it was a little boring, and that's where other people came in and made it more pizzazz out of it, you know, a show out of it. Uh, so, yeah, that that's a little insight of uh, what I've found uh, about history of uh, magic there. So, are you part of the... Society of American Magic. Yes, yeah, Society of American Magicians. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam. So I am not. I'm. I don't even live in the states. I'm in Toronto. <laughs> yes. Ah, so maybe part of the reason why I'm not. There's another big one. Um, called IBM International Brotherhood of Magicians. Mm -hmm. Um, and and they're international. Like they're all over mm -hmm. uh, the world. Um, and for a few years I was part of their uh, local chapter here in Toronto. But um, you know I. To be honest, I got so busy, I had to stop going to, to the meeting. So, so uh, but I'm so, familiar with both. So I was I was actually going to make a joke of it, but it looks like there is a society like that. It looks like. Yeah, yeah. Society of American Magicians is one. Um, okay. And then the other one, as I said, uh, International Brotherhood of Magicians. So are you, can you show us some tricks today? Can I show you something? Um, yeah, we could try something um here let's okay. try this maybe i could use your help as well sure um we've got i've got a deck of cards here in front of me okay and you can see they're fairly shuffled yes yes okay um let's do this um if i take about half the cards like this mm -hmm. and do this you can see them in here then get shuffled yeah. yes that's yeah. real yeah this is not like you know slide of hand or anything like that no cards are really getting shuffled you can hear them and see them Mm -hmm. Whenever you like, my friend, just go ahead and say, say, stop for me. Stop. Perfect. Can you remember that card? Yes. 
Okay, full disclosure, I can see the card uh, because it's on my monitor. So I know it's the Ace of Hearts. Mm -hmm. uh, but here's the thing, if you, if you said stop one or two or three cards earlier, you would have ended up on a different card altogether. Yeah. And if you yeah. said stop a little bit later, you would have ended up on one of these cards. But you ended up on, where is it, this guy over here, which is, which is a little bit strange. Which is a little bit strange because out of all the cards you ended up with this one, which, if you notice, my table that's sitting over here the entire time matches your exact card, the ace <laughs> of hearts. <laughs> Craziness. Now, just so, so, guys, just keep in mind that me and Durge did not plan this. We did not say that I was going to get eight of uh, hearts. I was planning something else, and wow, that's just amazing. So, you you must have come to my home from Canada and down here and figured that out and planned it out, didn't you? I think you yeah, did. Yeah, that's exactly it. I am hiding in your attic right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm just surprised at how my attic looks, uh, Durgi. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a new room in your house you're unaware of. <laughs> so, Durgi, any other... Uh, any other things that we have missed regarding Musician and, and uh, Illusions uh, or Mentalist that you want to explain? Yeah, nothing specific. All I can say is like, you know, Magicians, like every other um, hobby or uh, any other uh, job title in this world, have had to pivot real hard uh, during the pandemic. And there were really two options. One was either don't do anything and try yeah. to ride it out and yeah. just sit at home. And you know what, when the government says you can go back out and perform, then you'll go back out and perform. That was option one. Yeah. Um, and option two was uh, try to create something totally new and create, you know, uh, try figure out how to do magic over, over a camera, over a FaceTime, over Zoom. Mm. Um, and you know, and that's how we ended up here. That's how I ended up with my virtual show. Um, which by the way, can I mention the site in case anyone's interested? Yes, absolutely. Out? Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So it's virtual magic time.com. Um, and you know, I've been doing a lot of shows for corporate events and even a couple of family events. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And if there's anyone that's interested, they can check it out there. Awesome. Durgi, thank you so much for this. This is just amazing how, uh, we both connected and, 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 and congratulations on the virtual show. I mean, me and my family totally enjoyed your show and, uh, it was just great. And, uh, I hope I'll be invited to the next one because I'm telling you, uh, more the merrier and more ideas that I can come up with to ruin your magic also at the same time. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Well, thanks so much, man, for having me. It was a <laughs> Sorry about that. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Put these away. It was a blast uh, being here today. Thank you so much, Doogie, for uh, coming on my show. And it, it was an honor. Thank you. Take care. So guys, we, we spoke with Durgi today. We spoke uh, all about magic. We talked about illusions. We talked about history a little. We talked about uh, currently what he's doing right now. Now there's a quote of the day as usual, as always in this show. And if you look at it, the quote of the day is a magic is an actor playing the part of magician. Now that's by Houdini itself. So. Guys, as usual, as always, 
everything in life goes back to basics and that's what we did today regarding magic regarding illusions regarding durgi regarding illusions whatever you want to call it or even mentalist but guys keep on subscribing and commenting and give me all the support and love as you can and god bless see you next week next week's episode on back to basics the four elements if you know yeah most definitely it's um rhyming you know which is what i do then it's um graffiti art Mm -hmm. You know, it's what you see, you know, in, on the trains and on the walls. Then it's, you know, break dancing, the dancing essence of it. Mm -hmm. And then it's DJing, you know, the, the turntablers. Yeah, yeah. And all of those make up the, the very essence of this music that millions and millions of people love. So it's more of, uh, you're telling me that if I love one of the elements, I know hip hop? Or there's more well, to you, that? You are a part of it. You are a part of it.